0: Welcome to Things That Keep Us Up At Night, the podcast. I'm your host, Abby Desjardin, entrepreneur, recovering workaholic, sleep evangelist, wife, and mother of three very expressive, courageous, and assertive girls. I'm on a mission to empower women through better sleep. If you want actionable steps to solve the problems that keep you up at night, you're in the right place. From finances to hormones. Parenting to politics, relationships, and business, we'll talk about all of it. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Things That Keep Us Up at Night. I'm your host, Abby Desjardin. Today, we're going to talk all about success, wisdom, and the key to a joyful life. My interview is with Janine Arikio. She's a joy master, intuitive healer, coach, and recovering approval seeker. Her mission is to bring healing to the world by helping women step away from the shoulds and step into their undeniable magnificence. After waking up to the fact that she was living someone else's idea of the dream, she left her prestigious interior design firm and three decades on the management track to answer the call to serve. She started Yes to Yum Lifestyling to help women come to know, love, and trust themselves so that they can unapologetically live their own dream. Now she works with discouraged and stuck professional women, both one-on-one and in groups, guiding them on their healing journey. Her Vision to Vitality program brings together small curated groups of women to develop intuitive skills, connect with their purpose, and map out a clear vision for their future. A master of transition herself, Janine uses her signature formula of beauty, wisdom, purpose, and practice to teach women how to radiate vitality, embrace their purpose, and allow for joyful success. A whole person certified coach, intuitive medicine practitioner, MBA, and woman in long-term recovery, Janine brings a unique 360-degree view to coaching and wellness. She is a wise woman spirit with a deep sense of grounding, grace, and gratitude. Outside of her work, she loves hiking with her rescue dog, Callie, painting, gathering with dear friends, consignment shopping, learning about regenerative agriculture, and cooking healthy plant-based meals. She's an Enneagram One human design projector and swears she was a fish in a former life. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Abby, thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here, and I absolutely love the work that you are doing around sleep. Um, I've had my own sleep challenges, and it's like the number one medicine in my opinion. So thank you. Oh,
0: yes, yes. Thank you. Um, So we've heard your bio, but I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit more in detail about your backstory and how you ended up doing what you're doing
1: today. Absolutely. I would love love to jump into that. So I am what I like to call a recovering approval seeker. And um, I don't think I'm alone in that in my experience. And what that means is I made a lot of decisions in my life, um, some pretty big ones, based on trying to get other people's approval. And um, things like what to study in school, what kind of job to get, who to marry <laughs> where, where to buy a house and um, and yeah. although I had some fabulous experiences along the way and got a great education, I, um, I kind of woke up in my early 50s to the fact that I was living someone else's idea of a dream and not really my idea of a dream that I had been shooting on myself for decades. (laughs) Right. And, um, and I think a lot of that, like I was born the way I was born. I came out the way I came out, but I think a lot too has to do with, um, you know, the pressures in our society and especially for women of, um, taking care of others, mm-hmm. and focusing on others. And what that meant for me was that I never really got a strong sense of me and what, um, what made me tick, what brought me joy, what I was passionate about, what I wanted to be doing. And so I had, you know, the grace of having this awakening, um, and some wonderful mentors along the way and like the right books showed up at the right time and the (laughs) right podcasts and the right teachers and um and I found my way out and um I believe that like growth um is always uncomfortable for my in my experience there's Mm -hmm. always some discomfort that goes with it but there shouldn't be um Pain, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, like so. My mission now is to help women on their healing journey to find their true voice and their true calling and to live more joyful lives. Um, and hopefully, cut the timeline shorter and maybe not be as painful as it was for me. As, <laughs> um, talk about you know, I didn't sleep for years, I was, um, I was a at least 35 pounds overweight. My body hurt. I was angry a lot of the time, probably depressed the rest. And it, it just wasn't a fun place to be. And I know there's other women out there struggling with similar things, either on a small or a large scale. And, um, I'm just so grateful to be able to, um, show up for them now.
0: Yeah. I love that. You know, I, have heard you say that traditional success is making people sick.
1: And mm-hmm. you just
0: touched on that a little bit with a couple mm-hmm. things you said, but can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely one of my like battle cries. So, you know, in our Western culture, quote unquote, success is measured, um, around prestige and acquiring things and achieving and producing and effort. And, you know, the more you work, the more valuable you are value. So tied to this productivity. I actually don't really even like that word. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's, I hate to say it's kind of tied to the patriarchy mm-hmm. and just the value system that you know we have all grown up with and really what it can lead to is stress and exhaustion. And also I think some like shame around that too, you know, um and not feeling like you can speak up or um like for women especially being the good girl not not making waves, not being too loud mm-hmm. about what you think and Shame's a very low vibration um, emotion, we all experience it, Um, but I want to get people to the joy vibration, which is a lot higher. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with David Hawkins, he has this scale of consciousness where he shows different emotions. Actually, shame is the lowest vibration one up to like enlightenment, Mm -hmm. And it's how energetically our vibration increases. And so when I say joyful success, that's what I'm talking about, getting to that place. And that's, to me, a life um, with purpose and meaning, where you're feeling fulfilled. You're allowing, instead of really, you know, efforting, um, receiving and being of service,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: leading to more, you know, ease and joy versus that stress and exhaustion.
0: Yeah. And I think... You know, you mentioned kind of internalizing things and not making waves and being the good girl. But I think another piece to that is, you know, when you look around and everyone else on the surface looks like they're functioning, you know, they've got it all together and they're doing all the things and you start asking those questions like, what is it about me that makes me incapable of being able to do that? Totally. Um, and I think it's so important to recognize that everyone's likely in the same boat because the standard is impossibly high and it's, you can't do all the things.
1: (laughs) Totally. It's, um, it's comparing our insides to other people's outsides. Yeah. And like that comparison is just the beginning of despair in my opinion. And, um, Unfortunately, we've all kind of bought into this idea that, you know, you can do it all and be it all and still be happy. And that's kind of, I think, where the shame can kind of come in. Oh, I don't feel that way. Um, And um, yeah, it's it's a thing. So um, I really like to work with women on getting grounded in reality. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, know, what we can do in a 24 hour period, what we want to do, giving ourselves permission to, um, to do what we want. I actually was listening to another podcast recently, Maria Shriver was the guest and she was saying how her mom Eunice told her, you know, Maria, you can have it all, but you can have it all over a lifetime. Yes, <laughs> it's not just in this moment, like in your twenties, you know, you may focus on this and in your thirties, it might be family and et cetera. You know, it's different for everybody, but I loved that perspective.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of a book I read. I think it's called pick three things. Mm. I think, I think, and the author's name, I believe is Randy Zuckerberg. Okay, And she talks about that, how there are all these buckets of things, right? Family and, you know, hobby pursuits and your job and, you know, everything falls into one of these buckets mm-hmm. and you have to pick three. Yeah. You can't pick all yeah. 20 of them, right. three at a time, right? And mm-hmm. knowing that the three you pick, the other ones are going to go by the wayside,
1: Mm -hmm. exactly and you have
0: to be okay with that
1: (laughs) yes it's another kind of version of I guess saying no yeah so I see it in every single person I work with it's a struggle to say no because either we want to please or it's important to us you know there's I can personally I can kill myself with self-care yes (laughs) like then pile on all the self-care and like I'm exhausted all of a sudden. So yeah, pick one or two of the things that really nourish me in any given day or week and do that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Instead of trying to do it all, all the time.
0: And related to self-care and, you know, I don't want to phrase it as picking the right things at the right time because right is such a, mm-hmm. you know, there is no right. <laughs> but, I love that. um, when you are working with women, um, you believe that women already have all the wisdom and people in general, but especially women, the wisdom that we need already lives within us. Yes. How do you go about helping people realize that and then helping people access that?
1: Yeah, great question. So yes, again, we are all born with so many ways to sense our environment way more than the five or six senses that are frequently talked about. Um, And over time, and again, because our society either downplays it doesn't value it or actually shuns that that that's a muscle that sort of atrophies Mm -hmm. um and yes I truly believe we all have the answers within us we have this innate wisdom that you might want to call intuition um that the first step that I take in helping women access that is to what I call taking space and that means um maybe 15, 20 minutes, three times a week. Carve out time for yourself. Often it's first thing in the morning and maybe even before the rest of the household has gotten up. And just have a special place where you go that's your place, no device, and sit in stillness and listen Mm -hmm. to the inside. That might be meditation for some people. Um, And that's going to be different for everybody. How? That stillness, you know, what works for them. Um, Journaling is another great way to sort of get on the page what's inside. But really that that first small step is um, taking that quiet space. We are so bombarded with activities and information and devices and emails and texts and YouTube videos and everything just coming at us that it's amazing with just a little bit of Quiet space and stillness will do, so you can hear that small voice inside. And then um, the second part of your question about, um, you know, the tools to help women access that. So I'm uh, studying right now a, a modality called intuition medicine. That is, um, it's an energy healing modality, and um, it's about that getting still in your body. Um, and there's certain tools to access different areas of your body, where your intuition, like the seat of your intuition is, but it's moving and it's moving the energy around. Um, it's amping up your own life force energy. It's learning how to get really deeply grounded. I mean, grounding is one of the the best tools for getting present, for calming yourself, for helping you sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, so grounding is really important, working with our life force energy and um, other energies that are in the universe to really um center ourselves, create energetic boundaries. Um, I'm a huge believer in boundaries of the physical, emotional, and energetic variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are so important for keeping us um keeping us whole because we are, you know, we are already whole. Um, And so I had, I'm thinking of one client who, um, she's a successful business person. She's had a practice for about 10 years, but felt kind of disconnected from from her why. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was really through some grounding meditations where very unexpectedly, she came up with this idea of connecting with her chutzpah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is kind of, even I was surprised when I heard this coming out of her mouth, it was kind of out of left field, but it really helped her to reconnect with her values and kind of shift from the idea of hustle to like easeful flow and just trusting the process. So it's really cool to watch how this manifests so differently in everybody. Mm -hmm. We all yeah, we all, like I said, there's so many more senses than than the five, and they work differently for all of us. Some people um, get their information in images, some people in words, some in sounds, some with just knowing, some with sens- body sensations. Mm-hmm. And so it's um, a really cool process to watch that unfold.
0: Yeah. Have you ever had anyone because you know you talked about how we're running around and all the activities and the packed calendar and you know in a way i think it's it's numbing out right like you don't yes. you're on autopilot you're running from a to b to c to d all day long and you're not giving yourself time to really sink into those feelings and pay attention so do you ever run into the situation where somebody takes that time And they feel, you know, and I'm sure it's probably temporary, but this feeling of dread or anxiety, or like you said, discomfort Mm -hmm. when they finally do stop.
1: Mm. Um, That's, first of all, it's very um, astute of you that, yes, I think it is totally, another way of numbing out this idea of busy. And unfortunately we've glorified this idea of busy mm-hmm. um, when it's like just another addiction in our society. And yeah, it can be a little scary sometimes to, um, to make that shift in my experience. It's usually more um, the anticipation of like, mm-hmm. Oh, I can't let go of that. Or I can't sit still or, um and that once once um someone's really willing to try it and find their way of stepping back um that yes there's some discomfort but i, I don't know if i'd call it i think the anxiety kind of fa- falls away um, so it's
0: more an anticipatory anxiety <laughs> versus yeah. like
1: the feeling afterward right and that's not to say that anxiety is absolutely real and yeah. some people suffer from it. And, you know, that's outside of my, um, that's above my pay, pay grade. Yes. And so sometimes people do need to get referred to other professionals mm-hmm. to deal with that. Cause that, that is real.
0: Yeah. Oh, love it. Um, so you talk about how connecting with purpose is the key to
1: a joyful mm-hmm. life. hmm Tell us more about that. Yeah. um, I really believe purpose is the expression of our soul and that we are each unique, um, perfectly unique individuals. When we show up here, it's almost like our fingerprint. Like we have a one of a kind set of um, gifts, of passions, and of values that no one else has ever had and no one else ever will have. And I mean, that can kind of, that can sound kind of daunting. It just scary. not but it's, it's, it's really, it's really not. I, um, tapping into that, uh, just bring, can bring so much joy. And I've got, um, I've developed kind of a simple way Um, like a four-step process of getting in touch with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also not a, oh, you sit down for 10 minutes and I know my purpose. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a journey and that's part of the, part of the joy is in the journey, being your own archeologist and digging into your, um, digging into yourself. I mean, we just don't spend enough time learning about ourselves. And one of my favorite books is the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Um, and his number two uh, habit is to be proactive and to him that means having a personal vision. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I love to give, I have a personal mission statement workshop that I give. And, um, it's also part of my, um, uh, my vision to vitality group coaching program that I have, but the idea of purpose is really, um, you know, connecting with what you're all about and sharing that with the world, mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day to really simplify it. And, um, when you, yeah, when you step outside of like the shoulds and really connect with your heart and, um, and are sharing yourself. That's kind of the point too, for me, where it's like, it doesn't feel like work anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's your big why. And so um, the other thing about that is in the energetic world, like attracts like, Mm -hmm. so when we are kind of operating at that, that higher vibration, um, you know, we start to attract the other people and things and opportunities and the abundance. I mean, I know a lot of people talk about the law of attraction, but it, it's actually like it's scientific that, um, with energy, you know, like attracts like. And, mm-hmm. and I've experienced that myself, and I've seen, um, you know, my clients have awakenings around that as well. And it doesn't always mean making massive shifts in your life, it doesn't mean, you know, quit your job, run away to Tahiti. <laughs> it could <laughs> um, though. It could, it absolutely could, <laughs> you know, greater things have happened, but it can be, um, you know, it can be little things that you add through your day. Like the four, four things I love to focus on with people that have been so transformational for me are um, beauty. And that's about surrounding yourself with the people, places, and things that, that elicit joy for you or that you consider beautiful. It, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like pretty things. Yeah. Um, nature can do that for a lot of people or just even like this color I'm wearing. I love mm-hmm. this color. <laughs> it makes me happy. So okay. do more of that. Um, wisdom is that idea of the, you know, accessing our inner wisdom and, and our intuition for guidance. Mm-hmm. Purpose is the other one and then practice is about taking loving, loving care of yourself. Um, and so, um, so yeah, the, the, um, the little things that can change. I mean, maybe it's, I had a client who was feeling kind of down about her work. She worked for a nonprofit. She's one of my pro bono clients. Um, it was really connected with the mission of the organization, but was feeling kind of disconnected from the work and you know, we spent time um, doing some exercises, really reconnecting her with what her values were and what she was about. Um, and she saw the connection of even maybe some of the more mundane or not interesting things of how that tied to her bigger vision mm-hmm. and her purpose. Um, she started scrap, scrapbook collaging more because, you know, being creative in however way you are creative Can really um, spark that too. Mm -hmm. She started scrapbooking and gardening more. I mean, it might be cooking, it might be dancing, but that expressing ourselves and expressing our joy and moving that energy is such, um, is so key to that, that joyful life.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you use the word practice, which Mm -hmm. I wanted to touch on as well. I think, you know, we talk about our journeys and um I think a lot of people think of the journey as a means to get somewhere and then once you're there you're there right mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like oh got there check that off the list now we're here
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think that even after you start a journey you need to remember that it's not one that necessarily ends
1: mm-hmm
0: and just because you get to one destination does not mean you don't have several other destinations along the way after that
1: yes i'm so glad you brought that up and i think that that checking the box thing is part of that traditional success we mm-hmm. talked about earlier on of like the achieving and acquiring and i don't know that's you know i don't know if i've ever met anybody who um really like got that inner happiness and satisfaction from checking boxes um, I don't
0: think so I think yeah. it gives you that like dopamine hit in your brain yeah. right you're like yeah. that that felt good yeah. but it's like a short-lived thing totally um it's
1: the cookie <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yeah you get the sugar buzz and then yeah. you crash right so yeah. yeah I just think that um it's a practice to be aware of where you are Mm -hmm. and where you want to go and that checking in on a regular basis with yourself about whether you're still going the right direction. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. So you don't have to keep going the same direction. Totally. (laughs) And I love that idea. I heard once that when a, um, when a, say a jet is flying across the country, Um, the only 10% of the time, is it on course Mm
0: -hmm. the rest of
1: the time it's course correcting. And that's how I kind of think about, you know, our human journey is that we're kind of wandering around, around the path. And sometimes we go on major tangents and have to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, But that the the living is in, is in that process. The lessons are in that process. Um, The self-discovery, um, the growth, and yeah, you mentioned checking in, and I think um, checking in with yourself is certainly really important. Having you know a trusted friend who's maybe on a similar journey, a mentor, a coach. I mean, I have a coach because I be- I believe in the process, and mm-hmm. as a entrepreneur, solopreneur. I need someone to check in with, and yeah. it can be kind of lonely sometimes. Like, where was I headed again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think about this? So, um, so absolutely, it's it's baby steps. Yeah. And you know, it's maybe oversaid, but just all all you have is this current moment, and what yeah. we're doing in this moment, and we can spend so much time rehashing the past or worrying about the future. Um, that really just, you know, reminding ourselves to be where our feet are. And that's what I love about a meditation practice, or even five minutes a day to be like, my feet are on the floor, Mm -hmm. my seat is in the chair, take a breath. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, so much good stuff. So before we finish up, if there are women out there, and it's silly to say if, the women out there listening, (laughs) who uh, find themselves resonating with, probably multiple pieces of this conversation, um, what should they do? You mentioned that meditation practice. What's like one piece of wisdom
1: that you would want them to take away from this? Mm. Well, I would I don't know if I have one piece, but definitely, (laughs) you know, take that, take space, like make the time for yourself. You are so worth it. Um, And really small shifts can make a difference. Sometimes we think about like, oh, if I want to get from here to all the way over there, like I can't do that. Or how am I going to do that? Like break it down into Mm -hmm. really small, small achievable baby steps and then celebrate your victories. If you meditate five minutes this week, like pat yourself on the back, celebrate it. Um, If you can make, you know, one small change. If you can put $10 in your savings account this, this week, or, you know, whatever that little act of self-love is, um, start there.
0: love that. Okay. And lastly, where can people find you online?
1: Yes. I would love to connect. You can find me at, uh, my website is yes to yum.com. And the two is the number two. Um, and there you can, um, schedule a call with me or just read about my programs. You can find me on LinkedIn at Janine Oricchio. And if you are in the Bay area, I'd love if you would join my meetup group called Marin Women Healing in Nature. We do, um, we gather in nature with fabulous groups of women and use nature as sort of our inspiration and muse, um, for healing and connecting.
0: Wonderful. I'll put those in the show notes too. So people have those links in writing. Thanks, Abby. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I am so glad we were able to have that
1: conversation. Me too. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to things that keep us up at night. If you like this episode, subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leaving a review helps other people find our show and get started on their journey towards better sleep.